0: Come one, come all. Welcome to Sia's Tiny Terrors. Hello listeners. Welcome back to Sia's Tiny Terrors, where the smallest spaces can hold the most profound horrors. Tonight's tale takes us to a seemingly safe haven, a young girl's stay with her grandmother. But, safety turns to terror as something begins to squeeze through the tiny gap under her door. Prepare to be chilled to the bone as we unravel the mystery of the Inch Man. I never liked visiting my grandmother's house. Her home was surrounded by tall grass on all sides, with only a small square around the building and access to the dirt road cut out. The room I stayed in was a late addition, originally a workshop that my grandpa used to use before it became another bedroom. There was a door towards the back of the room that led outside a second entrance that just opened to a bit of mown lawn and acres of more tall grass. In all honesty, the land was beautiful. When a wind blew through, the blades would flow like a vast green ocean. I had no problem with that. It was the bugs that I hated. There was space under that outside door, about an inch. And if I didn't keep a towel firmly wedged into the long gap, I'd be awakened by grasshoppers or the occasional cricket chirping away. I had to spend all day tracking them down to release them back into the grass. It was as annoying as it was creepy. I asked my grandmother to replace the door, but she said it was too much of a bother and to get over it. She was old school and would constantly tell me about how she and her siblings slept out on the porch during the summer and that a few bugs wouldn't kill me. I asked her about snakes and she brushed me off complaining to my parents about how city life had softened me. I gave up trying to reason with her and just made sure a towel was always jammed under it. That seemed to handle it for the most part until one summer night. I woke up from scratching at the door. I sat up in bed and looked over at it, but nothing seemed to be off. I tried to lay back down, but the scratching started up again. (laughs) I was back up and turned on the lights for a better view. I saw some movement in the terry cloth and looked for the old boot I kept next to the bed in case of snakes. The fabric shifted and began to ease back from the door a dark gray worm or serpent looked like it was doing it no two three then they pulled back and i could see the fingernails caked with filth they weren't worms they were fingers long and wretchedly thin they kept working until the towel was completely pushed back. Then, with a sudden swipe, the towel flew across the floorboards to the side. I trembled in my bed as I watched the inhumanely long hand reach into the room. The arm was just as thin and waved across the floor as the hand searched, reached for something. A second hand joined it, bony, stick-thin appendages grabbing at the floor, then suddenly froze in place. I leaned over the edge of the bed to study them better, holding my breath. When they slapped the wood with a loud crack, causing me to squeak out in fear there was a wheezing chuckle on the other side of the door as the fingers began to wrap against the floor. They then sank into a grip and the arms began to pull More and more of the arm began to show under the door. Then a dark mass began to fall between those arms. It was hair. Short, wispy black hair began to show before I saw more gray flesh that made my stomach churn. Pressed flat like the head of a coin, a face began to appear under the door. As soon as the eye cleared the space, It rolled around the room before locking on me. The chuckling grew in intensity, as did the effort for the flat man to pull himself further into my room. He made it just above his skeletal pelvis and sat up, cracking its spine turning its flat head to look at me and smile. I was frozen, screaming, and suddenly I felt a strong pain in my arm as I was snatched from the bed. My grandmother didn't say a word, just yanked me from the room and through the house. We didn't run. And I couldn't stop screaming. I could hear vague scraping and struggling from my bedroom, but she never looked back. We didn't stop until she shoved me into the passenger seat of her car and got in the driver's seat herself. As we drove off, I could see a bony figure on the porch. The figure had to be at least seven feet tall in height and waved after us. The moon reflected on its flat face and its long fingers on its two wings shifting back and forth waving at us until we were out of sight. This work is copyright 2023 by SIA Rights Media. All rights reserved. No duplication or reproduction of this work is permitted without the written consent of SIA Rights Media. SIA Rights Media is a subsidiary of Cut and Deliver.